Hey there, community, and welcome to the Providence Podcast. I'm Sister Leslie, and I'm so glad you're here. From me and all of us at God's Space, Merry Christmas. May you know the peace and joy of Christ during this beautiful season. For our reflection this week, we have a special guest reflector, Sister Fidelis Tracy. Sister Fidelis is a Sister of Divine Providence. She's also served as a high school teacher, a vocation director, a retreat preacher, and a professor of theology at Thomas More University. She currently offers written and spoken reflections, just like this one, and spiritual programs as well. I'm sure you will enjoy this beautiful reflection on Christmas and the Nativity from Sister Fidelis. So let's get started with our reading and then listen to her reflection and go from there. A reading from the Gospel according to Luke. When the angels went away from them to heaven, the shepherds said to one another, Let us go then to Bethlehem to see this thing that has taken place, which the Lord has made known to us. So they went in haste and found Mary and Joseph and the infant lying in the manger. When they saw this, they made known the message that had been told to them about this child. All who heard it were amazed by what had been told them by the shepherds. And Mary kept all these things, reflecting on them in her heart. Then the shepherds returned glorifying and praising God for all they had seen and heard, just as it had been told to them. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. The Christmas readings are varied for the different Masses on Christmas. I have chosen the Gospel for the Mass at dawn. I've been reflecting about those shepherds who came to Bethlehem to see the child Jesus. The Gospel for the Mass at dawn has them hastening to the manger where the newborn Christ child lays. At first, it seems like a very peaceful and joy-filled Christmas story with great possibilities for the front of a Christmas card. Actually, that's where I usually leave it, on the front of a Christmas card. But now my reflections are mostly about the challenges that it presents, profound challenges, not just about beauty and joy and the peace of it all, not just about the wonder of the shepherds as they gaze at the child, but as the way in which this gospel presents profound challenges for me. The passage we have in the gospel starts somewhere in the middle of the story. Immediately before they arrived, they had a vision of angels singing and announcing the event to them. 
This isn't the only time there are angels coming on the scene in stories in both the Old and the New Testaments. But it sort of puts me at a distance when the angels are appearing, since I have never, ever seen or even expected to have angels suddenly appear and enter into my space, singing or proffering lilies or what anything else. As a matter of fact, I'm pretty sure if it happened, I would, first of all, be so frightened I wouldn't even listen. And my second impulse would be to report to the nearest doctor to check out my mental stability. I just am not so filled with faith to immediately see the presence of winged creatures as messengers from God. But as I continue to ponder this invasion of heavenly creatures, I suspect that they are a literary or poetic way to indicate that people are just able to discern how God is calling them or how God is revealing self to them in their particular time and space, in the circumstances of their real life at that time. It's more about the openness and attentiveness of the people who see the angels than about the way the angels look. And that is something I should be examining in my own life. How attentive am I really to God and God's presence in my life right here and now? Do I know how God is revealed to me in my everyday circumstances? How do the people I interact with each day reveal God to me? Sometimes I am so consumed with what I'm doing as though the world depended on my every action, that I don't even recognize the needs and the care and the concern of the people around me, of the angels who are calling me and missioning me. As though at any time there is an inconvenience in my life, it's the world set against me rather than a call to respond. Just today, while I was about my tasks, the little light on my dashboard went on with the uh, indication that my tires needed air. I immediately saw this as the world against me. Why now? Why when I am so busy? Why today? I have things to do, places to go, people to see, promises to keep. Why is that little light on? I had no realization that somehow that any day, the light went on. I would see it as an inconvenience, not just today, not just with these important things that I'm doing today. And it seems to be the way I deal also with people's needs, those around me. I'm always on a mission, always have something to do, something important. And all these little angels calling me to help someone are ignored. People's problems, people's needs, for me and my attention, are more seen as inconveniences than as calls for help. Surely, the call was an inconvenience to go to Bethlehem. What would they do with their sheep? They couldn't just leave them in the field. What would they do? How would they get there? Why now? Why while they're busy? But that's not their reaction. That's not their response. They are called and they see and they're open to what they see, open to the eternal in the present, to God in, in what is going on in their world. 
I too am challenged to open my eyes to see what God is doing in my world at this moment, no matter what I need to do with my sheep. You know, they were just about their daily task. They weren't in the temple. They weren't at a prayer meeting. They weren't at a scripture study. Those, of course, are all good places to be. And fidelity to being in those places may have been part of informing their daily life so that they were able to recognize the angels. But they were actually about their daily task, in the fields with their smelly sheep. They were doing their mundane duty, and there they were able to understand the bigger picture, the life of the world, the call of God. So they heard a whole host of angels singing and praising God. Oh, I need to open my eyes and ears to those angels by being faithful to my tasks, but with an openness to more than mere dutifulness. I really want to see my situation with the eyes of faith in order to hear the angels who are surely there. It's at this point that today's gospel message takes up. Somehow, while performing their daily task, the shepherds have heard the message uttered by the entire cosmos, a message about God, the world, salvation, everything that matters. A child is born who is Savior. Am I being called to be aware that my tasks, which seem pretty small and insignificant to the universe, are not really insignificant, are not self-contained, are not just about me? Sometimes life is so mundane that I do not see any significance to what I am doing beyond getting that job done. Oh, I love to cross stuff off my do list. I love that moment where I see all of those check marks in front of the items. That's all. Just check them off. Breathe a sigh of relief. And all the while, there are people all around me with needs and gifts that I do not see. I am barely aware of the person next to me, much less of the cosmic significance of every act. That is where the angels sing in the space that goes beyond my needs, my failures, my frustrations, and my success. Then, receiving the message, they don't say, what shall we do? How shall we proceed? Do we need a savior? Who will lead? What will we, what will we, what if we fail? Where will we put the sheep? No, they proceed with haste, it says, with haste, to the place where they are told they will find the child. They do not question why the Savior is there, why the Savior is a child and not in a royal palace. They go with haste. Oh my, how I question every request I sense God makes of me. This gospel is speaking to me about trust as well as listening. It is speaking to me of the demand that I risk. I would like to be certain before I act. I have a bit of a scientific background. I want proof. I want to know. Had those shepherds waited for some kind of proof that this child was the Savior, they would still be waiting in the field. No Christmas card with a, with a beautiful image. What is the haste then but an openness to act with faith without demanding scientific certainty or assurance of success? Oh, how often when something seems hard or involves a lot of work, I think about the many other things I must do first. 
I put off what is risky. I might even need to take a nap first. Surely the shepherds had to provide for their sheep and plan for their care. But whatever needed to be done, they did it so that they could go with haste. The haste is their openness of heart. And the moment of seeing the child is a moment of great wonder because of the purity of heart, their fidelity to listening, their immediacy in response. Then they go and announce what they have seen. Witness follows. They are not shy about their faith, nor do they concern themselves with what they might receive in response. What if it leads to ridicule? What if people don't believe? They don't ask those questions. They are brave and honest witnesses. And I, too, am called to openly witness my faith. So let us take a few moments to reflect on the angels we have heard this day and these past days in the friends, family, co-workers we've been with. What messages have I heard? Where are the angels that I have encountered? What are the circumstances that have been revealing God's message to me? have I responded to God's calls? Have I been able to put aside my own agenda to listen and respond with haste? What call of God am I hearing and putting off. Where am I saying, well, God, maybe later, but not now. I have these other things to do. When have I experienced the needs of others around me as annoyances rather than calls? What is it that I must have the courage to announce?
blessed Christmas to all. Thanks for listening to the Providence Podcast. I hope you continue to connect with God's space and, of course, the Sisters of Divine Providence of Kentucky. As you enter this week, may you notice all the ways that God cares for you. And may we all take good care of each other. Peace. Peace.